Hey there, folks. This is Tom and Alan calling in with a bit of a uh, bit of a, a bulletin that we want to uh, put out in front of you. Uh, one of our uh, podcasting brother in arms, uh, Andrew Koenig, who uh, runs the video uh, feed for the Never Not Funny podcast, uh, was last seen in Vancouver about a week ago and has since gone missing. And we uh, would really appreciate it if you guys have any information at all about his whereabouts. Please get it to the proper authorities. You can give the authorities a call at six zero four seven one seven. Two nine six seven, and you can quote case number two zero two zero two nine five one nine. We'll have uh, notes in the show notes for all the other information about this. But if anyone has seen uh, our dear friend Andrew Koenig, uh, please uh, let the authorities know. And uh, we thank you for your time in this. Uh, let's hope it all goes great. Talk to you soon. This is the TVA podcast. TVA, Todd Van Allen. He's a comedian. I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. <laughs> He's an actor. He drinks Canadian. He's here from Portugal. Why is he so Russian suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in love. That you know what it is? It's a wall of awesomeness with the sound of his own voice. Double double please. Double double please. Double double please. You know, like uh, double double please. The TVA podcast starts now. Hey there, folks, and welcome again to the TVA Podcast. We're into episode 179 of the uh, the podcast here, recorded live to tape uh, above the pub here at McVeigh's. And uh, it's a pleasure to uh, to have you back. Thank you all for tuning in. We got uh, Darcy Finder uh, monitoring the board, I think. <laughs> is, that what, is that what we call that? That's the That's board. It. How are you doing? I'm a little sore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why is that, sir? I uh, went skiing over the weekend. Yep, and fell down. Atta boy! <laughs> were you boarding or skiing? Uh, snowboarding. Were you were you hawking a dookie? I was what? I don't know. I'm just trying to do some snowboarding terms, and I obviously failed. I know um, McTwist. Uh, what's a McTwist? I don't know, but uh, it sounds like an ice cream cone that you get at McDonald's. I would say the McTwist, which would be half vanilla, half chocolate. That's the yeah. only way I would go with that. I may have done a McTwist okay. and not known it. Uh, okay, but what I have done is pulled something around my my lats and uh, right. Yeah. So you've gone from McTwist to a pulled uh, shoulder pork, um, pulled pork, maybe? <laughs> sigh. <laughs> is that it? Uh, that uh, that ingratiating sigh, of course, is the well-dappered uh, Ian Atlas. He's back with us. Greetings, all. We missed you. <clears throat> of course you did. You must be on a date. You got your hair gelled tonight. That's very nice. Fundraiser show tonight, Todd. Oh, that's right. You're stealing my philanthropy from me, but that's what. When did you become Rob Trick exactly? <laughs> No one steals anything from me, so like you know, I might as well just go out and try and, and try and make some rivalry. Well, and you, that's... you've got that rambling pointlessness down so well that we're oh, not going to try and compete. Deary, so. deary me! Mm-hmm. And you're here, why again? I, I ask myself that every single week. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm kidding. So who's uh? Let's let's talk about your charity show just for a second. Is that the Groundhog tonight? Who is it for? It's for the Toronto Women's Bookstore. Fantastic. They've been around for about thirty plus years, mm-hmm. and they're kind of having some financial straits. So. Right. Independent business, bookstores, I love both right. those things, so hey, let's do a show I for thought that. It, I thought it was just because you were a big fan of women's books. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot Women of Women in reading. Yeah. Yep. You like a lot of the Danielle Steele? Oh, you know it. Those Harlequins? Agatha Christie. Can't put them down. <laughs> yeah. Cannot put there? them down. The That's, Devil Wears Prada? Oh, Sarah Palin is just... Uh, the next great okay, female. Okay, we got to stop right there. We're not getting political, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let us bring in uh, the guest right now. A pleasure to have this gentleman here. Uh, we've been wanting to get uh, you on here for a long time, 
and uh, scheduling being what it is. It's the one night I have laryngitis. I know. That's no. the weird thing. Damn it. <laughs> and I love women's books, too. Do you? Boy, Penthouse, yeah, Wii. Those Do are they great. still make Wii? Wii? O-U-I? Yeah, they used to. I think that was like, oh, that's, here's a, that's a classy It's one been replaced it's by W-I-I here's, here's a weird thing. I think the last time I saw a copy of Wii actually was in an airport, like, you know, in the magazine racks. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, because they always have like Hustler and Penthouse and stuff like that, and and like Hustler especially, they they would sell in airport. Who's uh, buying that? That's my yeah. question. Like, I always wanted to just buy the magazine and just take a long flight and sit beside someone, and just start peeling the thing out. Going, oh yeah, oh, yeah that's that's tasty. I'm gonna go to the washroom for a get. That's the eighth oh, no. time he's been. That's a bladder problem. Todd, even better. Don't even open it. Just put it in the little pocket in front of you, sticking out, and just you know, right. wallow in the awkwardness. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one of those really, really horribly drawn cartoons that is a <laughs> where it's a woman clubbing a rat with a long breast or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something really embarrassing. I don't remember yeah. those. <laughs> or just flip through and go, you know what? This is the funniest Chester the Molester I've seen in a long time. This yeah. is a really good one. And that's what kids are missing today with their uh, pornography online. There, there are no crudely drawn cartoons. You just get the the meat. You know what? When you, I was young, for lack I used of a better to term. walk uphill in a blizzard yeah. both ways to get a dirty magazine. I want to no see Homer fucking March. Why can't I see that in a cartoon form? Right, why can I not so that's see? Why, that's I think why the bigger I question can't. is, why do you want to see that? <laughs> See, if I was ever rich, I would make that happen. I would make the pornography version of The Simpsons. Right. We do that. We would, would just be, oh, Homer, Homer, slow down. Homer, you're going to go. It's going to take a while for her to get all of that out of her hair. Hi, I'm Joy McClure. <laughs> you might remember me from, from such uh, comedy uh, adult <laughs> films as Big Ass Turkey Slap and Who Stuffed Grandma's Bird. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got Mark Walker here. Good evening. Yes, Good evening. Clap, clap, clap. yes we now know the sound of one hand clapping. That's We've it. Solved an ancient Chinese riddle here at McVeigh's. And Bart Simpson Sweater. solved that one anyway. That was a that was that was that was the clappy thing. No yeah. Sweater matching the mic uh, the mic screen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I which, coordinated. I which guess. is great for an audio podcast. Everyone yes, will be able to see yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Well, you actually I, do as well, Todd. Look, I do. I went blue. I was told I have a face for radio, so. <laughs> so how are you, sir? Very well. Very how well was yourself? How was your day? I see. Here's my thing because we we talked about this a little bit uh, just before we uh, we 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 start recording. Um, I was angry at traffic and found it ironic that we had traffic caused by the auto show. Yeah, and you just came from there. I just came from the auto show. Now is that a bit? Is that a big thing for you? Do you go every well, year? Or? No, I actually don't. I have a friend of mine who was there, so it was kind of an in, and so I go and check it out. And I got sort of mixed emotions about it now because I'm watching the uh, all these cars through the generations because they get classic cars, race cars, all kinds of really wild things. Right, and I'm. Uh, you know, watching uh, why all these things are, you know, these are all the things that contributed to uh, why we have plus 10 in February. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of mixed emotions now. It's like watching an Ali fight. It goes, yeah, yeah, it's fun at the time, but right. <laughs> long-term results. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not that so, good. Suddenly he can't hold a torch oh, to yeah, a big we'll flame. Say, That's, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, he's going to light the torch. He's going to light the podium on fire. <laughs> if we're lucky. Because they, ta- right. yeah, they were talking about uh, Terry Fox was going to be the hologram or something. To right. Like the, uh, you know, in a second, that was just, you know. Yeah. Like, why not just use one of his old legs or something to really <laughs> yeah. be, you know. <laughs> well, his mom was all twisted that he, he didn't play a larger role right. in the opening. It's like, right. lady. Well, to be technical, he didn't finish his event. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not what we're trying to promote here in the Olympics. We want finishers we need closers yeah, we, 
<laughs> Don't go blaming Thunder Bay on this trip. Yeah, there That's... was I forget who the com- Sean Proudlove, I believe, was the comic who one time was having a mental breakdown on stage in Thunder Bay because right. it wasn't going his way, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just going horribly. <laughs> his way. And then he just tees off on the audience and he goes, "I hate you, people. You people are horrible. You're the worst. Pe- Thunder Bay is the worst city in North America. Do you know why?" And they're like, "Why?" And he goes, "Because you killed the marathon of hope." <laughs> <laughs> and they burst into applause, and he killed for the rest of his set. Right. <laughs> He just did it's, no wrong. It's nice to do that. The um, <laughs> told off Thunderball. Ah, uh, the death oh, of hope. That is the death of, and we can only hope that was Brian Hope. But no. Oh, still. Slamo. Oh, it's Boom-o. been a while since you've done that. I know it's been a while. You know what? And that uh, that Felt was a, good, right? that was a rusty muscle right okay. there. I need I needed to stretch before now, that. Now is this one. getting is this lead up dirty. to WrestleMania? You get settled in a cage match? Yeah, exactly. Another TV. I hope <laughs> to yeah. the doughiest gentleman approaching the ring. <laughs> Oh, comedy brawl! In yeah. they come. You uh, uh, you you brought up something with the uh, with the marathon. I hope that I wanted to get into oh, about the uh, you were talking about the when Terry Fox uh, Terry Fox's mom was kind of put out of uh, out of place when yeah. you know her her son didn't take a larger role. Yeah. Apparently, and I saw I saw this through the old Twitter space that uh, the Today Show uh, leading up to the opening ceremonies had outed the fact that it was it was Lillian Fox. Yeah. Uh, this is the Today Show. NBC sponsor, like media sponsor for the Olympics. Uh, let the story be known that Lillian Fox would probably be part of that. And all of you know that's uh, Michael J. Fox's mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Oh, no. Don't get him to light the torch. Oh, yeah. No. There's, that's the same Ali problem that <laughs> yeah, we got. You know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's on fire. <laughs> Run. It's a good thing he doesn't smoke, eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he did. He had to give it up. Good timing. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I get a light? I'll, I'll do it myself. Uh, um, I, uh, as soon as I saw that tweet and I thought it was, it was very funny, I posted one, uh, again and said, uh, the, uh, NBC news machine has retracted a story, uh, today that the, uh, sister of Michael J and Terry Fox, Samantha Fox would be lighting the torch while singing touch me. And, uh, you know, I, that I would see get all the foxes. in how, there. How is Samantha holding up by the way? She did some fine work back in the day. I oh. bet you not. Well, uh, yeah, well, it never does. She's got a fine place in my heart. Cause I was a product of the eighties. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're going Going, uh, you're going back to this auto show today. I am. I am yeah. indeed. I'm going to go. I know uh, it was a great. Uh, it was a great time. I, an odd thing happened though on the way back. Okay. I, I went. I bought some shoes because apparently Dax on uh, Young Street, 104 Young Street, is going mm-hmm. out. Is going out of business. So I got a really nice pair of shoes for like 60 percent off. Right. I grab a coffee to come here, and I'm, sta- I'm standing in line with my with my bag of shoes, and uh, this kid in a wheelchair goes walking by, and I smash him with my shoes. <laughs> Accidentally, we should point out. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, I just teed up. I saw him. Yeah. He, you should have seen the look on his face. If you're going to take that last Canadian donut. And then I locked his brakes. Like, <laughs> Don't you ever come and get me again. <laughs> First you hit him in the knees, then you hit him in the head. And, uh, no, so that just the irony of that was just a little odd. Like hitting a kid in a wheelchair with with shoes. That's just really rubbing it in. That is. (laughs) Why don't I just dance away? (laughs) Moonwalking in. He's like, oh, see you later, sunshine. That's it. But the coffee's good. Nothing spilled. The coffee's good. Nothing spilled. I think the kid got over it. Um, um, Hopefully, well, it'd be funny if he was a podcast listener. (laughs) 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 Tweet the guest. (laughs) How'd you get on the second floor? Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of crawling, kid. We got to admire your spirit. Right there, yeah. That's- <laughs> should have had him light the torch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You could have. Uh, you could have cured him. Give him a good <laughs> knock there, and all of a sudden, shit, I can walk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I always thought it would have been great when Rick Hansen finished his Man in Motion tour to just, you know, when he did the big speech in Vancouver right. and just goes, it was great, thanks, and just gets up and walks away. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> I was just like, what? really? I was Why? really pulling for that one. <laughs> I just chose to be in a wheelchair. Right. <laughs> Speaking of wheelchairs, we actually have uh, had uh, wheelchair guests on this podcast, Andre Ruda. Yes. He's been uh, been on here. We're trying to get him back again. Uh, love having him on the show. Only problem is you have to carry him up. Well, yeah. Yeah. And he always makes me laugh as I'm trying to carry him delicately, yeah. which is not the time to do it when I'm mid-step on the yeah. second flight of stairs. Probably like, look, do you want to make this without bruises? Yeah. <laughs> Live from the emergency room is a TVA podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, well, I always try to set him up too well when I'm working with him. I sort of know how he ne- how he needs to sit and where the mic needs to be. So right. we kind of get it down to a science. But to watch him try to explain stuff to new people. Right. It's always interesting. And, and, and there's been quite a few comics, you know, with disabilities that, mm-hmm. have, that have done – Comedy. Another one was uh, Alan Shane. Who I was MS. just going to bring him up. Yes, yeah. that's it. And, and there was one time at the old uh, Yuck Yucks. Uh, it was at the uh, it's the Uptown Club, uh, Young and Eglinton. Uh-huh. And there was a and he's from Ottawa, so right. the Toronto uh, the Ottawa staff knew how, knew how to handle him and how to walk him up and mm-hmm. all this stuff. The guys in uh, the guys in Toronto had no clue. So the first show, it all went really well. You know, uh, the MC sets it up, and he's got the stool there or the chair actually, and then right. and, and then things lined up. I don't know why I'm using physical. <laughs> I thought, are you where getting are the, the cameras? Scene? Are you getting where are the cameras? So anyway, we're, we're so, on a zero camera shoot right uh, here. So yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Can we bring up number zero again, please? I spent two hours in makeup for nothing. <laughs> so you do look pretty. No, thank you. Thank you. Well, I did, you know, pick a shirt to match the mic. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, so there, so, uh, the first show, it all goes off really well and the, and the, and the, and the doorman walks him up. Second show, uh, the MC stand there is going now, please welcome Alan Shane. And he's sort of way off to the side waiting to go on. The b- doorman's standing beside me in the back of the club and I'm just looking at him, not saying anything. Right. Yeah, Cause yeah. I'm just like, well, see how this goes. And then you, <laughs> you know, so, I just, so I just keep looking at him, you know, and then he goes, hey, please welcome Alan Shane. Alan Shade. Oh my, this is awkward. Alan Shade. And then the, I see the doorman. And he finally, these, his eyes light up and he just got, does like a, oh, geez, like this, sprints around the club, right. scoops up Alan Shane like he's a sack of wheat, uh-huh. and sprints <laughs> to the stage and bam, right onto the stool. And Alan Shane just shakes the like, arms and leg, you know, like this. And the whole crowd literally just, oh, right. like this. And then he <laughs> walks away. And then he just, Alan Shade is like dead silence right. for like 30 seconds. And uh-huh. you just hear, Thanks, fucker. <laughs> I have an Alan Shane story. Oh, great! Uh, because because I, I remember uh, like we knew each other back in the Yuck Yucks days. Yeah, when I was doing like the amateur nights out in Ottawa, and then for yeah. the time that I, I moved to Toronto for a bit. But uh, Angelo Sarukas was out in Ottawa at the time. Yep. Big Ange, and he was hosting. Did you ever get the opportunity? Uh, slash uh, punishment to host the amateur night in Ottawa when I did it just two. started. Okay. Um, yeah, I did about two way back when I was starting out. Because it was it was after the Thursday show. Yeah. Uh, so like they would they would sit through an hour and a half, an hour and forty five minutes of, of of headliner comedy. Yeah. And then have to sit through the amateurs afterwards. And by this time, most people are just rip roaringly drunk. Oh yeah, we did and, that in Halifax too when I started. Oh same, yeah. Same same deal. It was the you know break their spirits early program. Yep. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, the the startup program where I started in Kitchener, same yeah. sort of story. You oh, go yeah. down there, it's like oh. What could possibly happen? This 
follow a Kenny Robinson yeah. uh, standing ovation and yeah. encore, you know, yeah. say, oh, yeah, those are the good old days. Yeah, exactly. So what happened with it? Uh, well, uh, well, Alan, uh, Alan Shane, who is, uh, he's got cerebral palsy. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we made that clear. I don't think we actually, you know, no, maybe no, he was no, just. sorry. Alan maybe, Shane just drinks a lot. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a lazy fucker. He, he's just a lazy guy. He likes to be carried <laughs> to the stage. I'm not moving until you carry me. <laughs> so he. Um, I haven't even drank yet. <laughs> so he, Oh, uh, affliction chat. <laughs> He comes. Uh, he, he he goes up onto the stage, and and, and again, uh, everyone in Ottawa knows how to knows how to handle him in terms of getting yeah. him to the stage properly and that sort of thing. And Big Ange is no different. Uh, but uh, one of the guys in the audience starts heckling Alan, and Alan cannot get through his show or anything like that. So finally, Alan just like gets really mad at him and just blurts out, "Why don't you bug off?" Right. <laughs> and so now the guy in the audience, instead of taking this like a champ that he should, yeah. Is getting belligerent with him, so now he's standing up and screaming at Alan. At Alan, oh, and Alan's man. screaming back, and you know, obviously he hasn't <laughs> got the you know the, the capacity to come up with quick lines, but yeah. the ones he's coming up with are fucking gold. Yeah. And so the guy is feeling he's feeling like more and more aggro, more and more aggro. So what does Big Ange do? He wants to evacuate the stage right now, so he runs on stage and like a bag of wheat, he holds, uh, uh, <laughs> picks up Alan and holds him under his arm. Yeah, uh, kind of crooked like this, like like you would carry like a rolled up carpet. Yeah, and uh, is just berating the guy uh, <laughs> into the microphone. So he's holding him with one hand and pointing like, at him. With How the dare? Other. Why can't you treat him with dignity? He says as he's flopping him around like this. Exactly. So it's like so. Alan gets off, and I went. Well, that didn't go to plan, did it? He yeah. goes, No, I'm going off. And okay, then. Did you ever see Alan when he got his cart and he could really motor? No, but he would drink. He would drink and drive on his car oh, yeah, yeah. so you know like we'd hit elgin street afterwards mm-hmm. or hang out or whatever and and you know everybody was like are you sure you're okay alan's like yeah. i'm fine and you see him just you, mm-hmm. with the electric cart down and then you know like about a minute or two later you hear a boom <laughs> like this <laughs> <laughs> and like he'd like knock over mailboxes, right. like all kinds of stuff, like drunk driving with his electric cart. I, I always wanted to see how he would, you know, he must the turnover rate for his carts. Oh yeah, must have been insane because it, you know, it looked like something that was in a demolition derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could, just got it. <laughs> you know, like, he's like all jazzed. <laughs> it's, it's got like the replacement fenders that oh, you yeah, see yeah, on like yeah. doors. Like the, the crash smash up derby. Yeah, you know, everything just flies. It's got a roll bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a roll bar on the uh, on the scooter. He uh, that actually that's becoming a thing now. Yeah. Have you noticed? What, like, because uh, they're now worried about uh, the legions yeah. having all these guys on the scooters uh, going down, piling back, you know, dollar seventy five, you know, bottles of X. Yeah. And then onto the cart and uh, not doing well. Ah, yeah. and new it, ride program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But does it count? Does it count as a ride? Well, like, I think is you know if they don't if they don't let the veterans smoke indoors for the love of crying out loud. Uh-huh. I mean you know and now you're going to bust them for drunk driving on your cart. You know it's like what do they fight for anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they can't you know they can't get to do anything. Fought in the wars when you had drunk drive down the sidewalk. That's right. I think so. You know what? Machine. I think so because the kids are punks and they don't you know they disrespect. They take their time crossing the street. I think mm-hmm. a couple of veterans whacking out some young punks yeah. who drag their asses across the street. I think that. That's, uh, you know, there's that still happened. a war to be fought. So. That happened at Remembrance Day. Remember that? The uh, the guys broke into the Legion and tried to steal the poppy money because there was like a ton of poppy money there. Yeah. And the and old, the old guy guys bowed them up. Oh, just, yeah. oh, I'm going to take you to school, you little fucker. And just, you know, oh, yeah. totally crowned them. Yep. It was, have you ever played a Legion? 
Oh yeah, yeah, they're great, eh? They're awesome. I love them. We had a giveaway one time, and then uh, you know, and everything was like we had overhead lights, and everything was just lit up yeah. really, you know. And the guys like coming to take his prize, and this was like a guy from a guy was like eighty five or something. Yeah, yeah. I go, I don't feel comfortable saying this to you, sir, but walk to the light and get your prize. <laughs> <laughs> but he laughed, you know, right? So. Right, and then probably had a heart attack. Oh, yeah, so that and, was and, good, and, and, and then died, <laughs> yeah. and, and then Alan Shane drove over him drunk with a cart. You know, it's like, we, we can't, we can't. Do the Legion in the Pian anymore? So. <laughs> I, uh, I I had uh, it was like a Legion on a boat at one point, and that was not good. It was like a whole raft of seniors. That sounds like a sex act you approach a hooker with. Yeah, I'd like a Legion, Legion on a Legion, boat. Legion please. on a boat. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Here's a here's hundred. Yeah. No one has to know. Yeah, it's the, it's a modern day Kama Sutra. You can pick it up in good chapters. You know, there's there's a, putting in a cloud. Available yeah. at the Toronto Women's Bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> it all it comes back to literature. Yeah, it really does. And, we're uh, all about literacy. That's here like, yeah, TV we're all podcast. about literature here. On our highbrow podcast. There there is nothing hyper about this one. Not even the uh, I don't know. I can't even say the, the countertops because they're stained, just yeah. like a legion. But uh, no, we had we had a whole bunch of people on the uh, on the on the on the boat. I think they were all from like the same legion. And one of the guys uh, standing front row uh, as I'm trying to host the show and get it going. People are still eating, and that always goes well in the show. Uh, stands up and he goes, "Well, we have to remember so and so who died." And I'm like, what? He says, we have to do that. And I'm like, okay, we'll do that. But probably not at the beginning of a comedy show. Maybe we'll do that at the end, sir. I promise we'll get, okay. And, you know, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really trying to take him seriously, but he's got a pee stain in the front of his pants, too. Oh, and yeah, I'm just yeah. like, oh, God, how can, and I can't make reference to it, obviously, because he's obviously the man in charge. You know, because oh, yeah. he was getting the he was getting the applause. Oh yeah, we should do that. And the, yep. those are my favorite things when they announce deaths before. And here's your entertainment for the evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, in memory of I've had I've had two shows that go like that where they go, okay, we're going to do some announcements beforehand. Let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> Piss Jackson is right. We have to honor the dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to take it from him. Get him. Get him. He's got our poppy money. <laughs> scrunch, scrunch, scrunch. Yeah. <laughs> As the depends come hustling towards the stage <laughs> so what okay so uh you, you've you've toured all over you've well, coast to coast you've done coast to coast and beyond yeah england yeah. ireland mm-hmm. south africa dominican republic yeah all these other oh, things. Oh, you done the DR. I did the Dominican Republic. Yeah? Was that like a, like a cruisy type thing? It was an inclusive resort, and uh, I went three times. And the first time I went, it was a real novelty thing. Palm trees, never been anywhere tropical. Right. Enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Second time, I you know some of the people took me in town. I saw how the locals were living. Third time, I was thinking, there's going to be a violent revolution any minute, and they're going to k- kill fat North Americans for food, <laughs> and I'm going to be at the top of the list, and I never went back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double-edged sword down there too because my parents go down there every year yep. and it's like you know the tourism industry is the only industry that actually makes money down there yep. um, so they rely on it and yet there's so much foundation of poverty be- yeah. beneath it yeah. that you just like it's really hard to reconcile like do I not go because I feel bad about it but then if I don't go they don't get revenue yeah. and so and like you know so we, uh, whenever I'm down in like one of those situations when you're down in the Caribbean I just tip like an idiot oh yeah and just uh, fire and just like okay yeah yeah yep. that's good you know just, just you know make sure it's, and the the adages of like yeah they want like you know clothes and soaps and yeah. shampoos bring them you yeah know, I bring them. I bring all that and I always would ask the uh, tour directors and the tour guides and all that okay what do I do not to insult these people because right. that's the one thing you just don't yeah, exactly. insult anyone yeah 
Because you could wind up in the wrong part of town and be on a spit with an apple in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? Head and shoulders. What are you trying to say? Yeah. (laughs) I don't have dandruff. Get in the van. (laughs) What? (laughs) But it's wild to see like seven of them hanging off a moped, you know, bomb downtown, you know. Oh, yeah. The the local buses with duct tape. Yeah. Surround it. Putty and duct tape. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're very big on green energy there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They say it's the economy. Oh, they love it. They love it. (laughs) Yeah. The express bus is great going downhill. Right. So you've done, you've done coast to coast. How far north have you gone? How far north? I haven't gone to any of the uh, territories yet. Yeah. Um, I really, I don't to. think I, I, I want to because yeah. I've heard some pretty wicked stories. Yep. But uh, I, I've heard about they, they, you know, some one guy said he partied so hard. It was like two days before the show. And the, the day of the show came, he still wasn't right. They right. had to give him oxygen and a B12 shot to get through his show. <laughs> I think it was a Callowit or somewhere like that. Right. And uh, I'm not naming names. But uh, he, partied, <laughs> he partied really hard because I'll, I'll beat his record if I ever went. But uh, no, it's uh, I hear that's really good. I don't think I've gone much further than maybe Timmins. Right. I think Timmins or Thunder Bay. Is Thunder Bay west Thunder or north? It's still a little bit more north of that, isn't it? It's a little more north. Yeah. It's, right it's almost, on the top of Superior. Yeah, because it's almost right. where you hit the Manitoba border. Right. But you've done, like, doing Edmonton and, yeah. and the like and in Grand Prairie. That's further north yeah. than those. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I always I don't know why, but Timmins just seems so damn north. It does. When I was there, I was there in yeah. the dead of winter. You know, it isn't, right? but they make you feel like it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like that. You know, that <laughs> ice planet Hoth where Han Solo goes by yeah. in the Tauntaun. You yeah. know, like, to take that to the gig. Yeah. You know? Am I going to have to slice this open? Is this my lodging? Yep. Is that's that... where. <laughs> and can you put us up for the night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not uh, see Star Wars references happening on this podcast today okay. at all. Well, we've gone from insulting <laughs> yes. the legend of Terry Fox <laughs> to Star, yes. Star Wars references. And by the way, uh, uh, Nerd Guy will appreciate this. There are Tauntaun sleeping bags out now. Oh really? Oh, zip oh that's open, right. I heard about. You yeah. zip them open and you're sleeping inside the tauntaun, so oh. you can just. So and like I thought this smelled bad on the outside. What have you been doing to that? Oh. That would be my question. Yeah. What's the What's the weirdest show you done? Let's talk about that. Weirdest show I ever did was just actually uh, sort of around one of the port areas, like the Dovers or the you know around the the, the lake, uh, about an hour outside of Toronto. Right. And there was this guy I used to do a lot of wrestling impressions back when Hulk Hogan was really big in the day and Macho right, right. Man all that stuff. Guy <laughs> saw my show. Said, uh, you know, you, uh, I'm doing this wrestling event. Would you like to come along? Uh, I, I had to meet him at Kipling Station. He pulls up in like a big mid-80s uh, caddy, you know, one of those big Hulk and right. and drives me about an hour and some change outside of town. And it's, it's a Sunday afternoon. And it's one of those places where you had to have live entertainment to serve booze or whatever. Right. And it's a bar, and there's a full wrestling ring set up in the bar. Midget wrestlers. Oh, geez. And he wanted me to do my stand-up in the ring. Oh, sure. Uh, between matches. <laughs> oh, yeah. And... There, everyone, and I get up there and I was like, this is just not right, you know, and I get, I get, I get up there and I've got the cordless mic and everyone is mentally challenged. Oh, there we go. The whole thing. And I'm doing like as the simplest bits that I could possibly do. And, <laughs> and you would still hear like, I don't get it. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm noticing a theme on today's podcast. And, and I'm like, I'm like, oh god. And I'm doing like uh, one of my big, one of my big showstoppers back then was Hulk Hogan. You know, hopefully right. he doesn't hit hard times and have to sell cars. And it's the Hulkster's Hyundai. And, right. You know, 3.9 percent finance of brother, largest inventory in the world. Bah, like that. The big thing. It would always bring the house down. That right, was right, a good right. night. And thanks, one. And uh, so I do that, and the guy goes, Hulk doesn't sell cars. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. Enjoy your next match. And and then and then I was there, and the guy paid me cash. He paid me right. like 400 cash, drove me right back to the right. – you know, I felt like I was part of some kind of child pornography thing. Or, right. and, 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 and like people would come up, and I signed more autographs that day than I ever signed in my life. Right. 
because they were all just getting autographs from the wrestlers and all this stuff. And, and you'd sign it and you'd hand it back and they just kind of look at it and you're like, I really like the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. And they'd walk away. <laughs> you know? and, and, but there was one match where it was like uh, these, these two, and you had to say midget wrestlers because it was on the marquee. It wasn't little people wrestling. It was billed as midget wrestling. And and uh, there were these two guys, I think they really hated each other. And one guy had like back problems. You weren't actually supposed to suplex them, you know, where you hold them up and shoulder to shoulder and then give them the backdrop. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I'm there. I'm watching the match. I'm just still numb from my show stopping performance. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm watching. The, you want a beer? Yes, I want a beer, and I want shots. And it, so I'm so I'm nice uh, post uh, show numb. Yeah. And I'm watching this, and the two wrestlers are in there, just like uh, you know. And the thing is, like the wrestling ring was set up. If it, if it had been adult wrestlers, they would have smacked their heads on the ceiling. But right. because it was the midget wrestlers, right. they're fine. Right. So so you're crouched over. So I'm kind of stupid they're watching. It. And then as they're standing, they, and all of a sudden the two of them are like face locked each other, and then one guy grabs the trunks, and all of a sudden whoop. The other guy goes right up. And then all you hear is he's starting to do this perfect backdrop. You know, he's just like slow motion, right. like in the Rocky Three movie yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there's a slow motion. And as the one midget's going down, all you hear is, you mother bam. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one promoter looked at me and he goes, he wasn't supposed to do that. And then there was just like this huge, like they really just oh, yeah. hammered on yeah. each other. And like. <laughs> watch a midget's fight. Oh, man. Watch a midget's fight. That's the worth- best of time. I sense another theme night, Todd. That's worth a fiver. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Who will worth- be the charity? that night (laughs) decency decency (laughs) when when will the little people on little people violence stop so Uh, we we have we have uh, talked about your uh, your storybook closer yeah uh, on the show with peter anthony and that could have brought down the house for you if you had just uh, if you were doing that at that point didn't have it then yeah used it (laughs) well and here's the thing you wouldn't wouldn't have needed to do a single impression no it's story time and (laughs) you could just read it and and then there's cake (laughs) <laughs> Mark Walker with your headline act, Cake. <laughs> Seductively crouched at the starting line, <laughs> burning and churning. Okay. Double chocolate. <laughs> See, you went with food. I went with music. It's awesome. Uh, we're going to take a break right now, folks. Uh, we will be right back with Mark Walker on episode 179 of the podcast right after this. It is Barry Taylor, and you're listening to the TVA podcast. And we're back, folks, with episode 179 of the TVA Podcast. Thank you for staying tuned. Uh, hopefully, we got a bumper for you this week. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there, Darcy? Let me just apologize to everybody. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to get good help these days. <laughs> oh, I know. Caught the episode uh, last week, and there was about uh, one minute of silence. There was. Which I was going to say you could just uh, say was for uh, Gordon Lightfoot, but it uh, turns out not no. dead. Why don't we say the George and Bob slider that came out around the same time? Okay. There we go. It's an all-Olympic but uh, if you're late getting that episode, now it's fixed. So. Okay. Who's the bumper that uh, that time? Who'd you use? I don't even remember. Okay. <laughs> Jason Blanchard, let's just say. Uh, Darcy's back. Ian's back. Yep. And most importantly, Mark Walker's back. We can say the moment of science was for Kevin Eubanks leaving the Tonight Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eubanks. <laughs> Eubanks. <laughs> Everything, everything was fine until you man left. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Talk. Everyone's piling on. We yeah. will be talking about your impressions shortly. But firstly, uh, let's get to uh, soapbox. All right, soapbox questions. Let's do this that. Week. All right. Um, right now, we're in the middle of the Olympics. I think everyone's aware of that. What's that now? What? Well, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's just I, like I, a Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it came up in the first half. <laughs> so, my question to you, uh, how do you think uh, Vancouver's doing as hosts to the world? And uh, what do you think they've done right, wrong? And then finally, 
if you can have time to squeeze it in, would you like to see an Olympic event like the Olympics or anything of that size come to Toronto? Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to need more than a minute for that last one. Well, let's start uh, with the first. Though. Okay. Let's start with the good. What do I think they're, uh, they're doing well? I think they're doing uh, a great job hosting it. I think they're, they're, I think everyone who's coming in is, is, has nothing but praise to say about the, the, um, uh, the, the, the people are friendly and they're really kind of picking up. And so I think they're acting as good ambassadors for Canada and Vancouver as a, as a whole. Uh, the bad things they're doing, obviously, the weather. Uh, they're getting bagged on a lot in the media. And I think, uh, London is, uh, the, the British press are really bagging on them. But I think part of that problem is they're looking at their own Olympics they have to host, uh, in two years time and going, holy shit, it might rain. You know, uh, that's <laughs> in London. Like, in London? That's <laughs> the weird part. So I think, uh, I, I think it's going to be, uh, great to have the National Post and, uh, the Globe Mail just with pens ready above the notepad, getting ready to uh, to talk about that. Uh, and what was the third part? It was the uh, what? I, oh, what I want to see that come to Toronto? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> there is absolutely no way we're ready for it. Let's just see how badly we do with the Pan Am Games, which is like the redheaded stepson to the Olympic Games, uh, with no infrastructure, no pavilions built up. Yeah, let's let's see how we screw that one up, <laughs> and then we can talk about hosting the world and. That is more than a minute right there. You go. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah, Darcy, you you gave me the question. What do you think? Uh, I think it's a, a pretty good job, and I don't think they can be blamed in the weather. Certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> they should have built a giant umbrella over the city. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing snow. I just like that the army is bringing in snow for them now. That's uh, I can shake my fist at Toronto. Uh, do, do you ever want to see them come to, uh, come oh, to Toronto? No. Yeah, you know, like, you, you know me and Corral. Oh, you love them. So uh, yeah, no, I would like to see <laughs> you, it. You don't even like masturbating, and that's a solo thing. That's I'd like to see it being held in like. Uh, Say London, Ontario, or something. So everyone leaves the city and goes to watch. Because <laughs> London, and I can just stroll them. around downtown all by That's myself. Right. We have a Thames. It's just like the other place. <laughs> That's it. Ian, what do you think? Yes, no. Um, God, no. And I don't think Vancouver should be praised for how they've done because they buggered it quite nicely. Just in poor logistics and everything else between. They can't get enough buses. They can't. They can't build a decent ice rink. And okay. I don't even like the Olympics. So I'm okay. Like, I just. It's hilarious to me that they can't. Like Canadians can't even get a speed uh, speed skating track built properly. Right. Well, they just can't get the zambonis to run. That's right. Still. That's like it's our one like auto industry left. I mean, I'm building zambonis. <laughs> we can't get that shit right. I will say this: that when when that one hydraulic wouldn't go up, I was like, oh, maybe this is portending something that should not be. <laughs> now I should also qualify so that the you know the. The dead loser was has so far been my Olympic highlight, which gives a little bit of insight into my psyche. So that's dark. <laughs> wow, aren't you pleasant? I am. <laughs> it's not enough human sacrifice at Olympics for me. Right. You dedicated your life to the toboggan, and you're dead. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm getting over it. He was. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he's not the first fatality I had. I think in '92 they had the the, the one of the ski racers uh, going to like one of the snow machines. No, I don't remember that. I think it was like in, uh, was it Lillehammer or something like that? 96, 92, 92, wherever that was. Why are they keeping the wood chipper by the toboggan track? Why is it on? That's my other question. I heard once Taller Cranston died of embarrassment from his outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then there was the lady with the, uh, the split, uh, snowmobile or the, what was it, the bobsledding? She's like getting ready and right before she jumps, you know, the, uh, ass split on her. So that was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this too. I was, uh, I, I was flipping through. Thank God that and- wasn't a two person luge. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. 
<laughs> You're too far. Could you, could you push it back a little, please? She, she seems to be staying on without the use of hands. And- <laughs> Just gripping it real hard. <laughs> Will you please get out of the sled? We've been stopped for 20 minutes. In a no, second. No, we can't get out of the sled. <laughs> In a second. I was, uh, I, I was slipping through and like the, what the men's figure skating was on the other night. And uh, I watched a couple of those and going, wow, there's a lot of people who watch Twilight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, there was a, a lot of black. Yeah, and it's like God. The whole thing's God looking or whatever. And that know. American kid with the lippy mouth and the holy cow and wearing he had, fur and being a—is yeah. that the same guy? It might have been. He shows following. up and he's got like mesh gloves that are making into the sleeves and stuff. It just looked very weird. It looked yeah. like you'd see it in Velvet Underground. You, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. have to see emo kids on skates. It's, it's yeah. a nice change. It's nice to see they're getting some exercise. Yeah. Really? What are you, you going <laughs> to skate to? Some Fallout Boy? What is that? Yeah. Well, my Chemical Romance. Get that off. Get that off. I want, a, I, I want an Aria or something. Well, after they're done skating, they can cut themselves with the skates, so right. what I think is efficient. <laughs> to uh, Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. Right. <laughs> wow, that's really heavy. Wow. The judges are crying right now. They don't know how to score this. Well, the third judge just put a Luger in their mouth and boom! <laughs> and that's starting the speed skating. And, and he gets six <laughs> points for presentation. I... Uh, <laughs> We've taken okay. a dark Spe- turn here on the TVA podcast. Spe- speaking of logistics, having having Would you like to host the Olympics? Goth kids should all be slaughtered. <laughs> Just come into this room, kids. Come on in. <laughs> we uh, I worked the Olympics in '96 in Atlanta, oh, yeah. and uh, logistics are always going to be a problem. They're always going to be a problem with every Olympics, and so oh, yeah. yeah, it's it, it's it's you got so many people needing to get to so many in in some cases remote places, and like in Atlanta, they were all over the place. And what so were you doing? Just, uh, I was selling tickets. Selling tickets. Could they not have scalping tickets? Could they not have like maybe test driven the cauldron so that maybe all four pieces yeah. went into place? Yeah, that could have been. <laughs> I don't ask for much, okay, and God one, knows I get it. But. One, two, three, good. You want to try the fourth? Ah, they're all fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's time like this, you know. Even though I've lived in Toronto for a good over twenty years now, and they say you know would Toronto be a good contender? Just the fact that we're in the running for anything because I'm a maritimer and we can't even like we right. can't even facilitate CFL. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone, you know, an Olympic event. I've been I've been talking about uh <laughs> there was uh there was a talk about like where the other team in the NHL should go. Yeah. I would love to see one in the Maritimes. Like you put it in like Moncton, like kind of central and then just make it like kind of like like New England Patriots uh, type of team where everyone in the surrounding area would support the defense. I, I, I always thought, uh, I always thought for a major franchise, and I grew up in Truro, Nova Scotia, right. which is really the hub of the whole Maritimes. Like it's an hour and some change from Moncton, hour and some change to Halifax. Yep. And I actually thought if they got even, if it was CFL, they got put in a field there, mm-hmm. or even, you know, a hockey team like that, and they would bus in from all three mm-hmm. provinces. And, and, uh, I think, I think it could happen, but, uh, I don't know. Part of me is like, yeah, I'd like to see it. And then part of me is like, I don't know. We're just kind of removed there. And we, we used to be a secret, but now, right. you know, everybody knows where we are. Well, here's the thing, too. Put them like, in Greenwood, like a, I think. Put them in Greenwood. Yeah. I think that'd be perfect. The military base? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when I used to. Because uh, they're, they're drinkers there. <laughs> every 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 couple of years, like especially even when I was living there, there would always be talk that a, that a, especially CFL franchise would, would come. Right. And Q107 was the equivalent of a Q104 here or, right. or whatever. The, the, or the, the rock. The, the, is it the other way around? Other yeah. way around. Oh, okay, yeah. The well, Rock of the Atlantic. They're still right. Q- 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 that's right. Q104 out in Dartmouth. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, they had that one time they had, because uh, I used to work in a coffee shop, so I'd be there first thing in the morning wrapping pastries, and they, right. they decided that there was real buzz that a 
CFL team was coming. Right. So they had a radio phone in, you know, it's like, what should we name the team? <laughs> and this is like only 7.15 in the morning. And, uh, you know, some people were like, yeah, the Clippers, the Schooners, the, right. you know, whatever. Absolutely. And then this one guy's like, I swear to God, it's Tommy Chong. You can tell he's baked. <laughs> right. You know? he's like, <laughs> and the guy goes, yeah, we're on the phone with it. Yeah, you know, we can call the team, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that. You know? he's, going, and he's like trying to, he goes, well, what do, what should we call the team? He goes, why don't we call them? The Halifax Dart with Furies click. <laughs> like he didn't even wait for a response. He just got I got my light out. I'm right. out. Yeah. yeah. And back to the bong. And now I gotta find some Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I will say this the, the chance for, for an for an NHL team to go out there is possible because at the time when they when they were talking about having a Maritimes team, it was at the time when uh, television markets were the thing and they wanted top franchises and that's why they were doing a lot of population of the states and they find that's failing now because they don't have the local markets and now they're shifting that focus and saying yeah. now they want local markets. Halifax Mooseheads do very well there. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. got a huge following and I think that might be part of, you know, why right. it might actually go NHL instead of uh, right. uh, CFL. I think that'd be amazing if right. it was NHL. If you get if you get like a local franchise out there and then that's going to inject a whole lot of rivalry across the nation. Yeah. You know, to, to, to get out there, you get teams flying out there and like, you know, you get to see the New York Rangers play out there. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Our mascot could be Jimmy Flynn. There you go. We just have him running up and down there, (laughs) smacking himself with a cod. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing t-shirts at people. I didn't want one. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, some, some folks want to, uh, know about you. Oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah, they do. This is a segment we call Tweet the Guest. Tweet the so, Guest. Tweet Uh-oh. the Guest. Tweet the Guest. Uh-oh. And are you on the Twitter? I, uh, I'm i not. I don't nope. even have a cell phone. I <laughs> think it's a passing fad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to catch on. No, and, it's not. And, you know. So I'm going to go to my <laughs> phone right now. When you're all right there wondering why your phones don't work, uh, you know, after the after the big Y2K or whatever <laughs> happens, uh, you're all just meat for me. <laughs> just be marketed as so fax machine. So enjoy your cell phones. <laughs> do you have Do you have a website? And your tweets? No, no, I have I have none of that. Right. Right. I'm living off the grid, man. The Terminators are coming. <laughs> I, I tried. To, I, <laughs> I tried to Google you, and there's uh, a Mark Walker. There's in a Mark the Walker UK, in right? the UK, and his dad is a talk show or, or game show host legend. Yeah. Okay, but the very first hit is you, though. But oh, really? Yeah. But it's uh, a Halifax uh, Comedy Fest uh, advertising a show for like August uh, 2005. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's the number one. So, 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 so hop result. in your DeLorean and let's yeah. go see Mark Walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what that tells me is, A, you're very popular. 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that other guy, the other Mark Walker, really needs to step up his web profile. <laughs> I'm, I'm here, I'm, I hear 50-50 because when I went out to the UK, you know, like I heard, the, hey, there's another Mark Walker here. And it's like, uh, oh, he's wonderful. And then it's, oh, he sucks. <laughs> you know, like but they're 50-50 on everything there. Right. Like, I killed and bombed in the same set once oh yeah so yeah 10 minutes i was on fire couldn't do anything wrong i said and did something and then just right like that and then nothing <laughs> what was the, joke that the noise it? they made i don't yeah. know oh it's just it was just like they hit the air brakes yeah. you know and yeah. then and then you know and just nothing i and i don't remember what it was it just it just stopped Right. And then five minutes of silence, you know. Mm-hmm. And then at the back, some guy yells, sausage, like that. <laughs> and I go, sausage? Okay, I, th- I think it's time to go. Goodbye. So right. that was in 2000. Right. 2008, I'm working with a great comic, Lori Elliott. Her husband's English. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. And we were uh, – and again, we're returning to a theme here, but uh, we were leaving the Niagara Falls Casino where the mm-hmm. Yuck Yucks is. If we're leaving, there's a short bus. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, my name is Marky, and I ride on the short, you know. And then Lori goes – 
My husband always calls that the sausage bus. And then I went, retarded. That's what he called me. Right. <laughs> so I felt like flying back to London. Okay, look. <laughs> After eight years. Yeah. And that's still what I could come up with. Oh, yeah? Where's that guy? <laughs> that's that old clown college yeah. joke or the uh, the, com- the comedy college joke. He you just know made one? the list. Where the, where, the, where the guy goes to the circus. It's, it's like one of these long-form jokes like the aristocrats or like the, the, the guy who uh, goes back for, for – Bavarian cream pie and ends yep. up getting peach. It's like this long, this long jazz riff story that you can do. And this guy gets uh, bagged on in the circus uh, by this clown, uh, and so he he takes the, instead of getting uh, really angry and depressed, he uh, he he goes around. And he goes to like comedy colleges and he gets like PhDs and like you're just following his career. And then he finds out where that clown is again, and he wears the same pink suit that he was riled on. And so you know he he stands up and the clown recognizes him because he's a world renowned comic, and he pulls together all of the learnings that he has he has uh, had from all of his uh, his education and just turns to the clown and goes, "Hey clown, fuck you." And that's <laughs> yeah. And I love like when whenever I get cornered at like a party or something like that, and someone says, "Hey, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke." I go into that one, so they'll never ask me <laughs> yeah. again. It's fantastic. So, tweet the guest, folks. Uh, let us start this right now. First one that came in uh, from Bob Kerr. Bob Kerr, I yeah, guess. Robbie, Dougie. delightful man, Robbie Dougie, uh, a regular contributor to this uh, to this segment. We uh, we love to, uh, to have him do, and uh, his uh, it's more of a comment. Uh, I would ask a question, but apparently I've asked too many as it is. No, you haven't, Bob. Shut up. Um, okay, Next. don't be like that, Bob. Why are you doing that, Bob? We love your contributions here. Please send them in. Anyway, uh, hold your one. applause. Check it out. Here is definitely that is a great podcast. Hold your hold your applause. Him and Adam uh, Christie. Yep, do a great job. Uh, make sure you uh, check the one out too. On on your iTunes. After this um, of the TVA podcast. Uh, absolutely. After that. Uh, this one, you might remember this guy. And I don't know if yep. you, you will or not. He was, uh, when I was in Waterloo, uh, working at the Kitchener and the Waterloo Club when it moved, I was in with two other guys uh, living in a house. We were all math students. And uh, they they started doing amateur nights with me as well. Yeah. Uh, Steve McDonald was one okay. uh, who had like a bald head and like a big, long red beard. Okay. And this other guy, Andrew Milton. Who was he? He was like the nutty professor. Had like this stringy kind of kind of mustache at the time. Yeah. And uh, you'd look at him, and he's just he, one of the most brilliant mathematical minds out there, and the weirdest sense of humor on 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 the planet. He had like I think his first set ever. He was trying to correlate uh, Steely Dan vibrators with the finance minister at the time. It was very weird. It was just <laughs> it, it got very very weird. Um, so I don't know if you remember him, but he I'm sure he uh, he definitely remembers you from the uh, Waterloo days. From the Waterloo days. Yeah. Uh, how many licks does it take to take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? How many licks does yeah. it take to get the center of a Tootsie Roll? I pop? don't know why you're asking that, Andrew. We but I'm going to read everyone. Depends that was a lot of build up for like questions. possibly the lamest question we've ever <laughs> possibly had. was. Well, don't want to take a shot at it. I'm going to say more than fifty. I'm going to say uh, depending on the size of the tongue and the intent of the suck. Anywhere from fifty to twenty-five. Speaking of the intent of the sounds suck, like a, sounds like a Bible quote. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord did say, "The intent of the suck." <laughs> Why is the Lord Irish or sounding like John Cleese? <laughs> it's the Eddieizard approach to God, <laughs> as we all know. God's English. Okay. Um, this one, I don't know why this one's on here. This is from uh, Lisa Yo S Damask is her uh, Twitter handle. Why do ap- academic papers have to be so boring? Okay, so Moving that's on. more of her job. <laughs> um, I really got to filter these, I think, from now on. Okay, here's one. Okay, so we got we got two in the bag. These are yeah. good. Uh, Aaron Berg comedy. Aaron, Aaron Berg. Aaron Berg. Uh, question for Mark Walker. Uh, what's it like taking a sauna with Aaron Berg and Moncton? 
And why did that club close down? Was it us? Uh, that sounds yes. like a story. Yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, we did uh, we did steam rooms. They have a great steam room in uh, Moncton at the Crown Plaza. Okay. And we went in and played Rat Pack, and uh, I think we frightened some children. Okay. So what did you do? <laughs> I can say, was that a euphemism? Did you, did you, <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> what are you doing? We're doing well, some Rat Packing. <laughs> okay. I was, uh, yeah. They just locked. Next in. question. I, I uh, said, uh, little, we all know about Aaron Berg's history. And the little kid just kind of stood in the. Door, like close encounters when the ship came and kind of just stared there and wobbled and went like no sudden moves <laughs> don't startle him and Berg did the slapped his chest like a big gorilla right <laughs> so what's okay so when you're saying rap pack you just like go in with your towels kind of sit around smoke yeah, cigars I, yeah well no yeah. you couldn't smoke the cigar in the steam right. room and nor would you want to you can't breathe on the best of times but uh you would get some smog staying. Oh yeah, there, we so. would. Uh, so I always love that one scene in the in the movie, The Rat Pack, where right. I think it was uh, Joe Montana plays uh, Dean Martin. They're all in the, they're all in the steam room and they're reading the paper. And uh, the it was uh, Bobby Slayton was a great comic and he was playing uh, Joey Bishop and he's going, "We're getting more press than Elvis." And and uh, and Joe Montana as Dean Martin walks in with like three fingers of scotch and a cigarette. And he goes, "And a good thing too. That boy sends a bad message to the youth of America." <laughs> 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 so we like to pretend we're uh, – Aaron always calls it rock star behavior. I right. always call it rat pack behavior because yeah. I thought they were cooler than rock stars. Mm-hmm. So. Do you, do you enjoy like you know dressing up in a nice suit going Every, places? Now that you know? I can sort of fit into them again, yeah. like uh, I was a good fifty pounds heavier earlier, and mm-hmm. uh, about this time last year. But now that I've actually kind of trimmed down again, I'm throwing on some suits and having a little bit more fun. Right. Uh, Aaron still looks like a Rouse on steroids. My God, yeah, <laughs> he's huge. Like we took a we took a Photoshop for him for the uh, for the <clears throat> album art for this episode of like you know a bicep the size of his head. Yeah. You know with the with the, uh, the uh, I call it like the the workbench tattoo that he's got there some Hebrew letter. Uh, that's but actually. To, cor- uh, to, uh, to, uh, to correct Aaron, I don't believe it was actually Moncton. I believe it was London when we were in a sauna. Ha! Ah, suck it, Aaron. Um, <laughs> and those were the kids we or don't, right? <laughs> or don't we know your history, Aaron? That's, yeah, uh, it, was you know. London, it was London, the Crown Plaza. Uh, there, though, it was a Crown Plaza in London, but right. uh, but no, it was London and not Moncton. Moncton was Crollo, and he brought his wife. Right. Okay. <laughs> he was really Rat Pack. Yes. <laughs> Boyo. So it, it was to- it was it was Tony and Flo. No pun intended. Right. Tony, Tony and his lovely wife Florence. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, we we did the. Uh, uh, that's right. I just remember it right now. No, it was London actually, it's, right. as opposed to Moncton. Ah, uh, suck it, Aaron. Um, so, <laughs> so why do you think the Moncton Club closed? I um, I I, uh, I I don't know why because uh, there was just sometimes they just don't get the word out. Sometimes right. it's word of mouth and. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things happen. I think it's a real shame. The people of Moncton were fantastic. We get mm-hmm. grown-ups, and as a 46-year-old comic, you appreciate that as yep. opposed to, uh, you know, you're not, uh, you know. Talk about your dick. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like riding well, a bus? Well, you know. <laughs> you have a bus pass? <laughs> Marry me. Take me away from here. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like the circus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't get near Emily. She fucked the guy in the tilt world <laughs> <laughs> she got the top carny cock <laughs> but that would be good eh? tilt world get the motion going i had a friend That's of mine where you uh, fuck, eh? i had a, no i had a friend of mine barf on the carney who ran the tilt world <laughs> and uh, he was trying to warn him like he could and the guy would just, <laughs> <laughs> oh it sounds like you want to go faster <laughs> and he goes oh yeah I'm like, no please stop it and then he leaned over and just blah <laughs> 
And then <laughs> the whole tilt world came crashing down. And now I can't stop because yep. all the vomits and the brakes and that's so And I was like and I was like literally like I was laughing so hard, tears were coming down my eyes, but I but I felt it was very important to, to stay in character, so I made it look like I was crying. Right. I come up and I go, He fucking warned you, man. <laughs> I love that you you did that from like the, like the guy in Aliens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, man. This guy's gonna be fucking hurling in a second. <laughs> what are you doing? I gotta take off. Okay, could you do it? I think you should make more noise as you do it. Okay, all right, that's fine. Thank you, Ian, for coming down. Yes, thank you for getting the podcast almost started on time. Yes, that's oh <laughs> god damn you. Anyway, all right, uh, it's a it's a pleasure have to have you the here, Ian. Yeah, yep. enjoy. Have a good charity night. Uh, you too. Alrighty. Hot Ciao. Ones here at the McVeigh's. Yes, yes, indeed. What tonight? I, yeah, exactly. I do I, no does idea. that mean I have to dye my hair? Yeah, you do actually. Yeah, throw it's, on it's some fish nights. Absolutely, would you? <laughs> I know you brought them with. I've um, always, I've got them on right now. All right. So to close out, uh, Aaron's uh, question: uh, Why did that club close down? Probably because half the comics thought they were playing there were actually in London. Couldn't yeah. get the talent. Yeah. No, it's a fantastic comedy crowd, though, right. and uh, I would I would like to see it happen. The Moncton Festival does very very well. It's right. getting a lot of uh, national attention, and mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully uh, maybe it can get regrouped. I don't mm-hmm. like to name names, but there's been some administration problems. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Yuck Club? Is that what? Dunnage the- with that. Okay. All right. We don't say that word out loud. <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice will yes. show up. It's a, they they that can sh- cannot be named. <laughs> they, they don't mention his name. I think I mentioned it once, but I got away with it. Don't mention the wall. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, last question we got uh, we got in here from uh, Rene Paez, mm-hmm. uh, another uh, comic here in Toronto. Rene Comedy is his uh, Twitter follow if you want to go do that. And this is how dumb I am with this question. I'll read it, and then I'll explain to you uh, why I'm dumb about this one. Yeah. Uh, he says, have you always been good at impressions or did you have to work at it? Now, before you answer that, uh, I uh, tweeted this in the morning and said, uh, hey, uh, you've got Mark Walker on. Got any questions? I went to go run some errands. I came back and Renee uh, uh, tweeted me, uh, mentioned me, and, and this question comes up, but did not mention to me that this was a question for Mark Walker. Oh. <laughs> so I'm looking at it going, have I always been good at impressions? Or did I have to work at it? <laughs> and I've, uh, and this was just after listening to the, uh, uh, the Sens Underground podcast where I called into their thing and, uh, they had done a segment on trying to compare, uh, UK, uh, like, like, uh, European football with, um, with hockey and said the comparison couldn't do it. So I called in as like an English guy drawing a comparison between each team in the premiership to not each team, but like a collection of, of yeah. teams in the premiership to, uh, to NHL teams and, and, and liken the, uh, the, uh, what, what were the Leafs like? Well, the Leafs are like, uh, they're like the entire England squad, aren't they? They feel like they, you know, they invented the game. They've done shit since the sixties and they're absolute bollocks. <laughs> They're doing the over in the Leafs. And so uh, I, I was sitting there going, okay, that's segment well. And then I'm faced with this going, what impressions? I do one. That's it. It's not even that good. And then, and then it hit me like five minutes later, like, okay, I got it. I'm an ass. That's obviously a question for you. So we know this, we know this, uh, from previous podcasts. You, uh, are a, a great Im- Im- impressionist. As, as I can, heard I can paint like no tomorrow. Yes. And <laughs> I love your daisies. That's yes. Thank you. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism. Um, what, uh, how did, how did that all, uh, start? for you like did, did have you always known that you've got the kind of that ear? always always had an ear for it even yeah. as a kid and to answer the question quickly uh both um, okay. some sometimes you can just hear a voice and just nail it yep 
Uh, other times you really got to work at it. Mm-hmm. Some are very confusing, and there's enough people out there doing impressions thanks to Saturday Night Live, and right. they've always got usually some people that do great impressions there. The first really great, I guess, impressionist really would be uh, would be Frank Gorshin, who was the Riddler in the 1960s Batman, and he used to do a his his Vegas show was the hottest thing, and he did singing impressions, and and mm-hmm. he, I think he was the first guy to do Jack Nicholson. He did right. like a very young Jack Nicholson. I think Rich Little made it internationally really famous, mm-hmm. um, and then there's been many since then. Jim Carrey was actually an impressionist. Yep, that's right. And then he just decided he wanted to do his own thing and took the high road. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how that worked out for him. Right. <laughs> I'm still waiting to hear from him. I hope it went well. <laughs> Do Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me. <laughs> that's right. That's Jim Carrey doing uh, Steve Martin. That's who is how, it, who that's is that now? <laughs> Jim Carrey doing Steve Martin. <laughs> See, I think that's the problem with Jim Carrey. He was doing impressions, but not the right guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> they all sounded like Alan Shane. <laughs> That's that was his big problem. No, he had an amazing, amazing right. year. Uh, so, but yeah, some it, it, it's weird, and and then there's a there's like always some kind of a one impressionist will break a code for uh, a, a particularly you know tough impression. Like when Ronald Reagan first became president mm-hmm. after the Carter years, everybody was doing Carter. He was right. like, and you know, like. Uh, uh, Ackroyd, all these guys could really do it. And then Ronald Reagan came along and nobody really knew what to do. And then right. Rich Little kind of cracked the code on that yeah. mm-hmm. by, uh, by focusing on the physical mannerisms right. and stuff. And then the voice fell into place. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, everyone could do Reagan. Right. Uh, Dana Carvey cracked the code on the first George, George right. Herbert George, Bush, George the, Herbert. the first, uh, President, of course, everybody was lining up for W, and then uh, of course Clinton, Daryl Hammond, and a whole right. bunch of people, and Phil Hartman actually did an amazing uh, yep. Clinton as well. One of uh, Phil Hartman's my favorite cast member, Saturday Night Live of all time, but he was very subtle. And mm-hmm. there's all and and sometimes people break the code, and I think it was like Jay Moore, you know, he broke the code for Christopher Walken. Yeah, and then next thing you know, like he's the new Nicholson, like everyone mm-hmm. does, mm-hmm. Christopher Walken, right? But yet he'd been around for decades, but one person just cracks that code, yeah, and then you go, and oh, then it's wildfire. That's it. The, uh, the, uh, two things. It was the, uh, no one, re- you were right. No one really knew how to do Reagan until I think it was, I think it was Rich Little who yep. came out and, and the first word he says is, well, well. And then after that, it's like, yep. of course, that's a toehold right there. But you were right about Phil Hartman and the, the one impression he always did that, that nailed, that, that got me was, uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. When you do the Frank Sinatra show and he had Sinbad, uh, Sinead O'Connor, Sinbad, what do you think of that? I'm, I'm thinking cue ball in the side pocket. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause actually the first guy to really do Frank Big was Joe Piscopo from the Eddie Murphy days, <laughs> yeah. but he had uh, he had Frank on a pedestal, you know, and he wouldn't. Uh, but Phil was just not afraid to get <laughs> no dirty. I mean, they did. Uh, they were, and him and uh, Jan Hooks, when they were both cast members, yeah. had a great chemistry. And when um, Kitty Kelly wrote the book about Sinatra saying that she had an affair with Nancy Reagan. I think you're about to go into the bit that I yeah. was just about to bring because I yeah. love and, this and thing. And it was the one where, yeah, she's uh, and, and it's showing it's, – it's a really well done scene because it shows actually Phil Hartman as Ronald Reagan on the television. And uh, Jan Hooks is Nancy, or is, is Nancy Reagan watching the television. The door rings. And then <laughs> – Phil Harvin's there as Sinatra. He's wearing a Chinese food <laughs> takeout thing, and he's got a bag, right? And she, and she goes, Frank, what are you doing here? I figured after we finish stooping, we could have some chink food. <laughs> and then she goes, and she goes, where'd you get this? From a, from a waiter. He goes, what's he wearing? Wings, baby. <laughs> that was exactly it. Yeah, it's my, oh. one of my favorite sketches of all time. <laughs> Just the... <laughs> 
it's, it's just the fact that even at that time, like as politically correct as, as, as the time was around then, just to say chink food. Chink food, yeah. was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we, we've, we talked about this previously on the podcast. You're closer. What was, what's the children's book you go with? The, the places you go? Is that it? Uh, no, Thomas the Tank oh, Engine. Moon, or Thomas, Thomas Tank, Tank Engine, right. Catch Me, Catch Me, which right. was kind of a, one of my nephew, uh, really, when he was a much younger fella. He's right. 14 now, and I just saw him, like, annihilate some kids in a hockey game. Right. Like, he's a big solid. Right. But yeah, when he was a little fella, Thomas the Tank Engine was kind of his favorite thing. His right. favorite toys, his favorite stories. And uh, so, yeah, I would just start to read from that. I actually came up with that idea one time when I was actually hosting at uh, a downtown club in Toronto. And there was a, a big blizzard and a lot mm-hmm. of acts couldn't come in. And it was one of those nights where it would be seven guys and a headliner. Mm-hmm. Two of the three of them showed up. So to kill some time, I found this book is actually called, ironically, The Snowy Day. And right. I was just laying around there. <laughs> and I figured to kill some time, I would just, you know, take wow. requests and all this. And it just seemed to work and then kind of evolved into that. Right. I don't do it all the time. Um, sometimes, uh, especially with the last year, I've been doing a sort of, a, a, not sort of, a tribute to Rodney Pentland, who passed right. away last March, Good. a year ago in March. And, and I talk about Rodney and, and some of the bits that made us laugh and then mm-hmm. hit some of the bits he did. And uh, if you're looking for Rodney, he's uh, on YouTube. If you just yeah. uh, Google Rodney yeah. Pentland, P-E-N-T-L-A-N-L-E-N-D, Pentland, Rodney. And uh, they got a really great 15-minute uh, yeah. chunk of him up there, which is just uh, shows is. All, all of his really showstopper stuff. Uh, ironically, he showed up today in my Facebook feed. <clears throat> it's like, you know, I go to my homepage, catch yep. up with Rodney Pentland. Going, That's going to take some effort. Yeah, and, well, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, his sister and his mom every now and again just to, uh, you know, like, I mean, my birthday was in January, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Rodney Pentland wishes you a happy birthday. From where? Because <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, on March 9th of 09, Rodney dropped dead in a Thai restaurant uh, in Spadina. Yeah. So, uh, you know. It wasn't the food. Let's make that no, clear. No, I don't want to lawsuit was, on He hands. was sick when he got there. Yeah, that's, you know. It, 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 and oh. as the joke I tell goes, he just said, he just walked in and said, could I get a green tea? Pang! And then, <laughs> then Pang brought him his green tea and yeah. off he went. <laughs> Well, the, the the reason I I, I bring up your, uh, your your book closer is that the the thing I like about it is the same sort of thing. Uh, I remember seeing Frank Van Keeken ages ago when yeah. he was still doing stand up, and so he would go up and do like the weirdest, craziest shit, and the place would erupt, and so he would have to do an encore. Yeah, and uh, he wasn't one for encores. He hated them. It no. seemed because this is what he would do. Because I I think he was like hosting an, the one. He night. was like an anti comic. Yeah. You, I think we're hosting the one night and we were all kind of watching this going, Oh fuck, this, this encore is going to be great. And he took a uh, physics uh, major in university, graduated yeah. with it. And so, uh, he said, you know what? I'm not going to do jokes. Uh, you guys, uh, stump me with three science questions and then I'll, uh, I'll leave. And so I want to go, uh, why is the sky blue? He goes, well, it's actually atmospheric, uh, distortion we're seeing from the radiation. That's why the sky is blue. Uh, don't waste my time. And someone would call it, what's the valence, what's the valence of, uh, of boron? He goes, oh, okay, that's a, plus, a plus one. And he, and then everyone's like, everyone kind of stepped up in the room, like, oh shit, this guy knows his shit. And so like then they're really trying to, 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 to pose him. They stumped him three times and then yeah. they left. And the thing, the reason I, I bring that up is because your impressions when you're doing them, cause I've, I've seen you kind of get stumped from, from time to time. Oh yeah. And, and it's not that it's, it's, because initially you'll start. I'm going to yell, Jack Nicholson. You just roll your eyes. Okay, fine, whatever. And do Jack Nicholson. It's yeah. like, you know, and it's like sort of don't waste my time. Like you're goading the audience to step up their game. Yeah. To bring some some cool magic. What was what was the worst stump that you had? Because the thing I I like about you is you'll just personify them the best you can, and yeah. then try and find that that. that I always give it voice. that kind of yeah. I always kind of give it that whirl. Um, 
The worst stump is uh, when someone actually says it's not really a stump, but uh, it's kind of because he's sacred ground and it's uh, Richard Pryor. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can do like a couple of Richard Pryor bits and a couple of Richard Pryor characters, but I can't really do Richard Pryor. Right. And uh, so I always say, uh, you know, in the religion that is comedy is blasphemous to impersonate a god. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then someone yells, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. All right. Uh, you have uh, been at Eliza. We got to wrap this up. We oh, gotta, sure. We got a charity show, uh, show coming out. in. And uh, that's it. You're done. Oh, no. Take your red sweater and leave. Right. You got you got an auto show to go back and clog the traffic again with. Yes, that's, uh, that's right. That's, I'm going to mess right. up your ride home, sir. Uh, <laughs> if it isn't done by 11, oh, yeah. I'm going to shake so my fist. You're going to get an angry text, mister. Traffic? To nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won't find me. No. So uh, uh, give him a Google uh, if you like. Have you got a fan page on uh, Facebook or anything like uh, no, that? No, no. I just have Mark Christian Walker. On Facebook, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I okay. don't really have a fan page. I need to get motivated on yeah, that sort of it's stuff. It's really hurting your career. But when it, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, when uh, when it all goes shit house, <laughs> I'll have my canned goods. <laughs> Sitting on the porch with a shotgun. <laughs> just keep a, her moving. Yeah, you just, I've got the underpass under uh, right on the Truro outskirts and don't go near me. <laughs> just sitting there, twirling my thing. You want some muskrat? It's good this time of y'all, boy. That's right. I'm talking like my bone. <laughs> and then in come the chuds. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Darcy. Uh, say goodbye to the fine folks. Goodbye, fine folks. And uh, yeah, gives us uh, drop us some feedback on the website. Hey, it's TVA.com or Tavanel.com. Leave it in the blog post. Go to iTunes. Leave us uh, some feedback there. You can rate the podcast if you like. Thank you once again to Mark Walker coming down here. Thanks for having me. We will be here next week. Thank you, folks, for listening. We'll talk to you next time on the TVA podcast. <laughs>